Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 76. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. We like to give those reviews a shout out on future episodes of the Dislove Podcast. And of course, that just helps more listeners find us. Now, on today's show, we are going to be joined by Emily from Figmentality Designs, and she creates cute custom painted shoes. And of course, for all of you that Listen, you know I love Figment, so I was naturally drawn to her shop name as well. So we are looking forward to sharing all about her work with you later on. Now, before we get to Emily's interview, besides food, what is something else that we like to do a lot at Disney? Take photos. Yes. So if you are one of our family members or if you follow us, you know that we take photo. Well, I guess I take photos all the time. Even before cell phones, I had a camera. I still take my camera with me to Disney. And so one of the things that, of course, in the Disney Instagram community, a big thing for the last couple of years actually has been the Disney walls and just taking those photos in front of the walls. And of course, the big hype was a couple of years ago, but we still all love taking photos in front of those walls. I know when I was there recently, I was even struggling trying to find a couple of the walls that are pretty popular. So I thought it'd be good to talk about them today. And if you know, if you go way back to Disney, you might remember when there used to be Kodak picture spots throughout the park that would be places for you to take photos. Well, now those little pl- signs have been replaced by these awesome walls. So we are going to talk about them and we're going to look at the ones in the theme parks. And I've kind of created, I think there's one in Disney Springs we're going to talk about later as well, Chris. Cool. So we're going to get started with some of the classics. And these are ones that are at Magic Kingdom, where you usually would start out. And I think even Chris has heard of this first wall. Have you heard of any of the Disney walls? No. Okay, well, I've had you take photos of me in front of this one, and this is the purple wall. That's kind of the first wall. Where is that at? That is over by Tomorrowland, you know, when we cut through where there, we've had that hmm. dessert party for the fireworks and that terrace. I'm just going to have to go, believe you on this one. <laughs> so the purple wall, when you are going to Tomorrowland, it's on your way as you're like from the Tomorrowland Terrace and that you would be able to cut through and you see that down that hallway. Um, nearby, there's also the Galaxy Wall, which is part of that wall. Disney's transformed it. Essentially, what they did is they kind of created a geometric design on this purple wall. And you'll always see people stopping to get photos there. A couple of years ago, there was merchandise and pins and hats and things that said the purple wall. So it's kind of that quintessential one that you always see people talking about and that it's kind of that classic one that you would see at the parks and people's photos. Now, there's also um, some other ones that you'll see in other areas of Magic Kingdom, but that's kind of the main one that you would want to check out there. Now, some of the ones over at Epcot are ones that you see quite a bit because they are also a mixture of just colors. There is a really cool one that's called the Toothpaste Wall because, Chris, 
it looks like. Toothpaste? Yeah. So it's outside Living Seas. And we, in fact, like our wedding reception was at Living Seas. I need to look this up. Yeah. The toothpaste wall? Yes. So the toothpaste wall is over by the Seas with Nemo and friends when you're coming out of that pavilion. Very easy to be able to get your picture there. And it does look like toothpaste, doesn't it, Chris? If you squint, yes. <laughs> so the toothpaste wall is over at Seas with Nemo and Friends. Now over by Spaceship Earth. And this can vary right now with all of the construction going on. It can be a little bit more difficult to get to depending on when you're at the parks. But there's the bubblegum wall that is near Spaceship Earth. And it has like those very Sleeping Beauty-esque colors. It's the pinks and the pur- the the blues so it's really kind of a fun thing and depending on how you're dressed it just looks cute with pastels and things and pictures so that's over by spaceship earth now there's also some neat walls that you can see as you go throughout the world showcase people will get pictures in morocco and in different places now i personally find that there's not one of those quintessential walls in any of those locations but really you're going to stick with that bubblegum wall or the blueberry There's also a blueberry wall that's over by Nemo and Friends as well. And so that's kind of a fun one to see. It's right near the toothpaste wall. It's basically the same building. (laughs) So if you are at Epcot, those are the ones. So in the blues and then also the pastels. Now moving over, I think some of the most fun walls are at Hollywood Studios and then also at Animal Kingdom. And hopefully some of you have gotten a chance to see some of these. In Animal Kingdom, if you go into Africa near the Harambe Village, um, near like the Harambe Marketplace, there is a bunch of different walls. There's the one with Mickey that has... um the cute little Mickey, and it's right outside the Harambe Marketplace. There's also the um, moss wall that is in Pandora. So it looks just like, obviously, moss on the wall, but it's kind of a cool thing, and it's got more of a nature feel that you wouldn't get as some of these other ones that are just the solid painted ones. And the one elusive one that I've had trouble finding, and I tried to look for it when we were there, when I was there in March, was the UR most beautiful wall. And here's a tip about that one. And you've probably saw it on Instagram. This one, you it's kind of tucked near a cast member entrance. So you have to kind of look for it. It's near the outdoor dining area at Harambe Market. And I went looking for it and I didn't find it. Although I didn't know the tip about kind of having it tucked back by the cast member entrance because I looked all around the outdoor seating and I missed it. But you should be able to find it if you keep an eye out for looking for that cast member entrance. It's supposed to be tucked around there. And also near that, those walls in Harambe Marketplace, there's also like the one with the bicycles in front of it. There's just right within a few steps, you can get a ton of really cool pictures at Animal Kingdom. So head towards the back over by the safari get some of those pictures, you will not regret it. In fact, there was a couple of years ago, I had gotten some photos in those areas just because I thought they were cool areas, not knowing that was before the walls became such a big thing. So in Animal Kingdom, those are the neat ones that you can find. And all of those are going to be located in Africa, except for that moss one that is in Pandora. Now, moving over to Hollywood Studios, these are ones that probably even people like Chris that are a little bit more ambivalent 
two things would recognize. Which one? Now, there's two that are by Toy Story Mania. Okay. When we're leaving that ride, and you like that ride. I you, love it. Yeah, because you always beat me at that ride. Always. Always, yes. I think though. What are they? What's this? I, I need to look this up. So. Okay, so they're Toy Story Land walls. Okay. So when you're exiting the Toy Story ride, there's several. There's one that looks like a popsicle stick wall, and then the second one is it has. Okay. I, man, I I've never noticed these. I've had you take my photos in front of them. Well, I'm just taking the yeah. photo. I'm not there to <laughs> Yeah, you're not paying attention. No, I'm yeah. not. So attention. there's the Popsicle one, and then there's also one with Woody on it. And it says, you've got a friend in me. I've just got, I just got a photo with that one not too long ago. Um, and also in Hollywood Studios, there's an Incredibles wall, which I've not gotten my photo near this one. This one is pretty cool. It looks like, I'll share some photos of it. It looks just like it's in the Incredibles area as you're walking towards Toy Story Land. There's not a lot of stuff there, but like that's where you can buy that Num Num, the Jack Jack Num Num cookie. You'll be able to find that wall tucked over there. And so that's a fun one as well. And especially kids who love Toy Story, or if they like The Incredibles, it's just a fun way to do some poses. Every once in a while, you'll see fast pass photographers at these, but not always. So of course, they're just meant for you to be able to get some great selfies, have somebody like Chris take the photo for you who doesn't know what they're doing it for. But next time, I'll have to make sure you take a photo in front of one of these. I would love to. Now that I I mean, I just... You walk past them. You don't really know. And you like to take selfies. Yeah. So we'll have to have you take some of these when we go in September. Excellent idea. (laughs) So that kind of rounds out at the parks. So at Magic Kingdom and at Epcot, you have kind of more of those solid color walls and the little bit of just straight color versus Animal Kingdom. And I think Hollywood Studios just really have it made in terms of they just have cool designs. They're a little bit more familiar and recognizable compared to what you would see at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Now I'm going to add, and nobody has called it a wall yet, but Chris, I'm going to go out there on a limb and I'm going to say there's a wall at Disney Springs now. Really? What what would you call it? So do you remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about candy? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so we talked about candy. And at the M&M store, um, there we talked about how they have the tallest chocolate wall in the world. And it's 17 feet tall, and it has 130 tubes of chocolate in all different colors, M&Ms. So I'm going to say that that would constitute as a wall, because I've it seen sure tons of people take photos in front of it. So we definitely have to go to Disney Springs and get our photo in front Vanessa of the m and so, yeah. <laughs> so well, no, I actually, M&M, I think, now I do remember that. Yes. So that and was I would very, agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely think that the M&M wall should be added to the list of must take photos in front of Disney walls. So hopefully on your next trip, you can take some photos at the different parks in front of these different walls. And if you're, hopefully you're better at finding the you are most beautiful wall at Animal Kingdom compared to myself, I'm going to try again in September. I mean, I, I, there's a couple of um, websites that have maps to these walls, and I'm going to put the links in the show notes, and I'm going to use those maps when we go on our next trip to try to find some of these walls that I wasn't able to locate in the past. But hopefully you can get a chance to do these on your next trip as well. And we are really looking forward to getting our interview up with Emily and sharing all about her shoes and the amazing talent that she's able to put out on those shoes as she paints them for you. 
We would like to welcome Emily to the show. Her shop, Figmentality Designs, is all about custom hand-painted shoes, and we are really looking forward to hearing about her business today. She's the mom of two girls, the wife of a race car driver, and of course, like all of us, she loves all things Disney. So welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. Now, of course, we want to hear a little bit about what you enjoy at Disney. So right now, we've been asking people, what is your favorite ride at any of the Disney parks? Oh, that's such a hard I question. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. I love Splash Mountain just because the last time we just went to Disney recently in January. Okay. Um, with both of my girls for their second visit, and my youngest was finally able to go on oh, it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so we had a really good. So that is like um, a totally glorious feeling as a child, I guess, to be able to go on that and as a parent to watch that. That was really, really exciting for us. So now I think it's my favorite ride. <laughs> awesome. Yes, our daughter is still too short to get on most big rides. Oh. So we're still waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting, though, to watch that like joy in their eyes. For sure. For sure. Now we want to hear all about your business and the products that you offer connected to Disney. Sure. So right now I'm pretty much only working on shoes. Um, I do hand paint shoes. Um, mostly I've been doing adult shoes okay. and that's kind of how I got started. Um, but I'm certainly open to doing little people shoes too. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the little Disney fans out there. Um, but I just felt like there wasn't really an outlet or some place where adults that yes. Disney could could get what they were looking for. It was always super specific to, you know, newer stuff that was coming out. So um, I'm personally a fan of, like, older Disney movies, like um, Sword in the Stone and yes. Robin Hood. Those sorts of things are my favorite. So I wanted to be able to bring that to other people's lives. For sure. Now, what sort of designs do you do on shoes, and then what types of shoes do you paint on? So, generally, they're all canvas. Um, my my future sister-in-law has a pair of leather ones that she's waiting for me to do for her. I have too much anxiety about trying to... <laughs> sure, something different, right? <laughs> to try something different. Um, but... Generally, they're all canvas. Um, I can do any design that that you prefer. I have um, actually an order for, like, Bruce Lee shoes. Wow. Um, so, not Disney, but... Right. <laughs> Still, no. <laughs> but any sort of, like, character is really easier for, for me to do. So, now, now, would um, I buy the shoes myself, or I? how does that work? So we right now don't have a shop per se, but you can always um, DM me on Instagram and I'm more than happy to accommodate any requests that you have. Um, most people that I've worked with have very particular preferences of what they want to see on the shoe and that's sure. great because that really gives me a vision. 
um, because otherwise I do have some ready-to-ship shoes okay. available. Um, but with shoes, obviously, people have a particular size that they need right? to be. So <laughs> we're trying to make sure that we're accommodating um, exactly what your needs are. Okay. Um, so the, that that's just really important to me to make sure that what you want is on the shoe. If you love Rapunzel and you want to see Rapunzel and Flynn Rider and Pascal, but you don't want to see Mother Gothel or anybody else, like, right. I want to know that because awesome. I want to make sure that that's what's on there. For sure. You know, and with that, like, you know, what was the inspiration to one day say, I want to have a business where I paint Disney characters on shoes? <laughs> so it's a little complex. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have worked in the restaurant business my entire life, and um, I was in a contract, and it recently was up. Um, and now that I have two little girls, I sure. was not interested in renewing that contract, especially with the way COVID was and everything. Sure. It, it just, Working 12-hour days, five days a week, was not really conducive to family life. Right. Um, I've always loved Disney, but so when I left that restaurant business, I needed some sort of outlet to um, just exert some other internal energy sure. that I had. Like, I, I didn't know what to do with myself, and I've <laughs> always felt like art was an outlet for me. Right. Um, and clearly... Disney made me happy, so I was like, well, why not do this? Like, this this makes me feel good when I do it, and it makes, hopefully, it makes other people feel good when they receive their goods, so um, it, it's certainly not something that is, you know, it's not, it's not supplementing our life right now. Sure, but, but it's I'm a start, really for doing, sure. I, yeah, it's a start, and it, and it makes me happy to make other people feel happy. Like, I can only make my kids so many pairs of shoes, but if right. I can do it for other people, certainly. <laughs> right. Now, how long ago, then, did you just start your business this year, or? Oh, yeah. Um, I started it, uh, I mean, I probably started, like, dabbling in February of okay. 2021. Wow. And and that was really just, like, I made something for a friend and then made something for another friend. And then they were like, hmm, you should probably start doing this more regularly. <laughs> for sure. Now, yeah. that kind of leads us to, we always like to ask, how do you think your products can add Disney magic to our listeners' lives and, of course, your customers? I mean, okay. So I always feel like, I feel better when I'm wearing Disney stuff or me somebody too. who represents me. <laughs> right. I feel that way, I, too. I have a Maleficent um, sweatshirt that I, I purchased recently from the Disney store, and I wear it pretty much as often as I can. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I like her good and bad side, you know, right? and animated version. Um, but, I mean... That's just a thing. I, I don't, for, I guess it's why I make so many things for adults. Like, we are still ingrained in the Disney culture. For we sure. love everything about Disney. But there's not necessarily things that are customized to that adult persona. Like, everything is 
often um, geared towards children or younger, but there's some of us that like to enjoy the magic as we're older, and especially with those of us that have children that right. are that age. Um well- And one of the things that Chris often talks about is how, like, for adults, there's just a few things and, like, everybody has the same thing. And it's so nice, like. Exactly. And I think the one great thing that you do is allow people's creativity to come out through your creativity. And, again, when you go to the, you know, Disney, you want to stand out because, again, I've said it, like, a lot of the. I remember Christmas, there was a spirit jersey that, you know, it just seemed like everybody was wearing. And now when you come home, it's different. But when you're in the parks, you know, with other Disney lovers, you want to stand out in the crowd. And I think that's what makes your shoes so new, so unique. And again, I think Disney makes you wear shoes. Isn't that correct? Yes. Exactly. So really, <laughs> yeah. it's part of that. I mean, like, it's almost mandated that you get a pair of Emily's shoes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my husband had never been to Disney before. Um, we brought we brought our oldest daughter in March right before COVID happened for her fifth birthday. That was like her big thing. We surprised her and brought her down there. And he had never been before himself. And I bought him a couple shirts that were like at Target because, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we had available to us at the time. Right. And it was really a last minute thing. So then we get to Disney and he's wearing the same thing as, you know, every other man that walks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I probably should have did a little bit of a better job, but <laughs> you know, we got a couple things from Etsy and stuff like sure. that, but you know, for, for somebody that you're not sure if they're going to even wear it when you get there. Uh, right. <laughs> the $5 target, target shirt, I guess, works. <laughs> right. And what's funny is we were there that same time we took our daughter for her first trip to Disney and we were there, we flew home the day the parks closed. So we were there for her first trip around the same time as your daughter's first trip. And now if I were to order, if I DM'd you and I set up an order, what sort of lead time, like what's your turnaround time? What should people expect? I mean, usually right now it takes me about a week to complete something unless, you know, real life is getting in the way um, because I do have a real job that if, you know, if I get enough orders, I would love to quit it. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it usually takes me about a week, sometimes sooner. Um, It really really just depends on how in-depth the um, design is, like how much they want out of it. Um, Some designs are easier than others, but generally I would just say a week is probably about the lead time right now. Okay. And then another question I have, like for someone like myself, like I have wider feet or my daughter, she has like small braces. So we have to be particular about the types of shoes that we get. Like we can have canvas shoes, but there might be certain styles or different things. Are you able to work with people on that? Or do you only have like, I get these set canvas shoes in these sizes? So it's pretty set as far as, the supply has been really sure quite awful yeah, right the that's last been hard couple months actually like i started this idea and then i was like oh no i cannot get what i'm looking for yes that's been hard um, for a lot of people yeah and i mean and really in all aspects of life it's not just one particular right. thing which makes it even more complicated um but generally speaking like i do have a decent supply of adult shoes. Okay. I choose not so much. Okay. Um, but 
generally, if you tell me what size you normally wear, I can give you a recommendation of what I would say for the shoes that I currently have. Some of the shoes that I have, there's two different styles right now. Um, one's more of like a Tom style, and sure. then one is more like a slip-on Vans almost looking. Right. Um, but they're both really good for wide okay. feet, so that's not usually an issue, but right. I would say like there's not half sizes, so you right. would go up or down depending on where you were at. Um, some run bigger than others, but I'm certainly helpful in sure. consulting with that information. Great. You know, and with that, you know, we've mentioned all these awesome designs. Where can people go online to see your designs and as well as buy them? So Instagram is really what I've got the most right now. I haven't really integrated too far out from there. Okay. Um, just because I'm just kind of showing what I've got as far as like ready to ship or right. what I can do. Just trying to showcase um different options for people but I mean if there's something that you want that's like a totally obscure like if you want bed knobs and broomsticks <laughs> right. on a shoe go ahead and reach out to me and I will put that on there I mean sure. I, I'm willing to um try anything and do anything for you but obviously everybody has so many different tastes and desires that it, it's hard for me to just put it out there on a shoe size and say, hey, pick this up. <laughs> right. Now, if I were to message you and let's say I got a pair of shoes from you, um, are they washable? Are they, do you spot clean them? How do I care for my shoes if I get a pair from you? So I do use like a, an acrylic sealer on them. Okay. Um, so they should be relatively easy to clean as far as that goes. Nice. I mean, I feel them before I paint them, and then I feel them again after. Um, spot clean is probably best. Sure. I mean, you could certainly um, try and put them in, like, a delicate cycle or something, but I think that uh, that you may... Want to be safe. Yeah, want to be safe and sorry. <laughs> right. Well, we are so excited to share your designs with our listeners. I will make sure to put a link right to your Instagram in our, in the show notes. And of course, we'll be promoting that out on our profile as well. So thank you so much for joining us today, Emily. Thank you. It was really a pleasure. Thank you again to Emily for joining us today. Now we are on to our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And Chris, you are up with trivia. So the fo the theme today was photos. Yes. What is the Disney term for when the photographer says, stick out your hand, act surprised, and then when you get your photo, there's a a graphic or a character. Well, there's a term for that? There, the, there's a term for it. Are they it. magic shots? That is correct. Oh, I thought you were like getting something super detailed. Wow. How many... And again, this is according to worldwalt.com. Okay. My buddy Herb, <laughs> who wrote the article. Yes. How many magic shots does Disney offer? Oh, I don't know, because I know they vary depending on the holidays and the park. Let me just go out there with, let's say, 75. Close. How many? 50. Oh, wow. The Disney site says 40. Herb, my buddy, says 50. I'll trust Herb. <laughs> okay. What is the most popular one? Oh, probably like the Tinkerbell. You're exactly right. The Tinkerbell one. Okay. That is the most popular awesome. pose. 
Awesome. Very cool. I have to wonder what an what an ultimate achievement to get all fifty That would be a cool thing. Man, I'm sure there's somebody out there that has all fifty magic shot poses. Is that gonna be a goal for us? No. Because I would think a lot, like your point, yeah. there's a holiday, yeah, there's, there's this a, part, there's that ones part. Like at, even like the villains after hours, yeah. they had cool ones. And there's yeah. like probably like a flowering garden. Yes. We had a lunar eclipse. One. Yeah. We you know, had- <laughs> like, where yeah. It, but no, so yeah, that's, uh, and again, I think it's just, it, that's, I think, again, this is what I hold with Disney. It's like, yes, you pay a lot for a ticket. It is not cheap. But at the end of the day, to see your family having those photos, like that's only really what Disney can do, and it's just that to me is why you go to Disney is to have those awesome photos because Vanessa takes a lot, but they always look nice, and it's always like a, a nice trip down memory lane when we get to yeah. look at those photos for sure. And I think that is just a great touch. Disney knows how to give us the things that we like. We like to have those memories. We like to have the good food. They do all of that very well. All right. Well, we are going to end with our wisdom from Walt quote today, and I was just thinking about like photos and entertainment and all of that. So I thought this was kind of a neat one. And it talks about just taking like that average thing and making it extraordinary. I'm interested in entertaining people in bringing pleasure, particularly laughter to others, rather than being concerned with expressing myself with obscure creative impressions. That's really what Walt was about. He was wanting to create something that was for everyone to enjoy with their families. And so thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.